Good morning. On this Tuesday morning, welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. If we stop and consider what we had mentioned yesterday concerning the fire of God, that every man's work is going to be tried by fire, uh, the believer, uh, as far as uh, our rewards are concerned, the great white throne judgment is going to include the fire of uh, the lake of fire. But let's describe a little bit what that fire might be. And let's look at the importance of having our names written in the Lamb's Book of Life and the importance of having evidence and witness in our favor uh, in heaven. This is just a continuation of yesterday's thoughts. And today we're going to start in the book of Ezekiel in chapter 1, verse 4 to the end of the chapter. And in the book of Hebrews, uh, a good portion of the book of Hebrews also. So I'm going to be reading, just explaining a little, and see how far we can get along this line. So we're going to look at the fire of God uh, and explain it as Ezekiel saw it. The fire of God was actually the glory of God that he saw, but it's in the form of fire. It says, And I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north. Now, he's having visions, according to chapter uh, number 1, in verse number 1. It says that uh, he saw the heavens open, and I saw visions of God. It was during the reign of uh, Jehoiakim. Uh, uh, captivity, that means uh, when they were uh, going or were in their Babylonian captivity. And this was where God had already prophesied uh, through Jeremiah that none of the descendants of Joachim would wind up ever sitting on the throne of David. So the lineage of uh, Jesus uh, wound up coming from Nathan through Mary. And then, of course, uh, we also know that Solomon had been promised and uh, Jehoiakim was one of Solomon's descendants. But because of what they did, then he was cursed and he was told that none of his descendants would sit on the throne of David. Well, that's a story in itself. If we continue in the scripture here, it says in verse number four, And I looked and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud and a Fire enfolding itself, and a great brightness was about it. And out of the midst of thereof, as the color of amber, out of the midst of the fire. So we see that he sees this, and it's actually the glory of God that he's looking at. And verse number five, also out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures, and this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. Every one had four faces. Every one had four wings. And their feet were straight feet. And the soles of the feet were like the soles of a calf's foot. And they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. And they had hands of a man under their wings on four sides. And they had four... Uh, and the, they four had their faces and their wings, and their wings were joined to one another. They turned not well, where they went. They went everyone straight forward, 
And as the likeness of their face, they four had the face of a man, the face of a lion, uh, the right side, and they had the face of an ox, and the left side, and the four also had the face of an eagle. Thus were their faces and their wings were stretched upward. Two wings, every one, were joined, one to another, and two covered their bodies. And they went every one straight forward whether the spirit was to go and they went and they turned not they when they went and as the likeness of the living creatures their appearance was like burning coals of fire it seems that these creatures these spirits these angels uh whatever we want to call them uh they also were uh enveloped and looked like they were on fire and their appearance like lamps it went up and down among the living creatures and the fire was bright and out of the fire went forth lightning so we get to see there's a whole lot of fire going on and uh in first corinthians we learn that when we stand before the judgment seat of christ for our rewards and in the book of romans also that uh, the fire of God is going to test our works. Just that we're tested here on this earth for our faith is tested like fire, like gold going through the fire and being refined. So these creatures also demonstrated that they were uh, basically <clears throat> fire looking. I guess that's the only way that I can put it. Now, why is this important? Once again, we've mentioned that we are going to be tested by the fire of God or by the fire that proceeds out of the Lamb's throne uh, for our works. And the scripture will go uh, on to reveal that and, and show us that completely. Now, God says in his word in the book of Hebrews, in chapter number one, verse number seven, just as we've been reading in Ezekiel, and the angel and of the angels, he saith, who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers of flame of fire. As we had made mention yesterday, that when Jesus was declared by John the Baptist as being the Lamb of God and coming, and that he would be the one that would baptize you, he said he's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. While in Hebrews 1, seven it says that God makes his ministers a flame of fire, the anointing of God, the power of God, the glory of God can be like a fire. Many a minister, an individual who has spoken and talked and they have said it felt like a fire in their bones, a fire in their life. So when we consider little things like that, it helps us understand just a little bit. It helps us understand just a little bit as to what the the scripture is saying concerning this fire. Well, it, if we continue reading there in Ezekiel uh, about these creatures and all that they were doing and what was taking place, and it says in Ezekiel one twenty, wheresoever the spirit was to go, they went there, was their spirit to go. 
And the wheels were lifted up over against them, for the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. Now, of course, it's hard to comprehend the, the prophecy exactly how he saw or what he saw. But the fire is very clear and very definite. In verse 22, it says, And the likeness of the firmament upon the heads of the living creature was as the color of a terrible crystal stretched out over the heads above them. And under the firmament were, uh, were their wings straight and one towards one another. Everyone had two wings that covered on this side and everyone had two wings that covered on that side of their bodies. And they, <clears throat> and when they went, I heard the noise of their wings, like the noise of a great water and the voice of the Almighty, the voice of speech as the noise of a host and, and host. When they stood, they let down their wings and there was a voice from the firmament that was over their heads when they went and stood and let down their wings. And above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne. And as the appearance of sapphire stone and upon the, uh, upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man above it. And I saw the color of amber as the appearance of fire round about within it and the appearance of his loins upward from the appearance of his loins downward. I saw it as it were the appearance of fire and it had brightness round about. So we continue to see this description of fire all over the place. And it says, <clears throat> we continue, and as the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud in the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness round about. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. When I saw it, I fell upon my face and I heard the voice of one speak. So here he gives a definition and he says, this fire that I'm looking at is the glory of the Lord. In, in the book of Hebrews, in chapter 12, in verse 1, it says, Wherefore, seeing we're campused about with so great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and every sin which so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is before us, looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is sat down at the right hand of the Father. Hebrews 12, verse 22 onward, But you are come. God talks in the presence, since he is the, uh, I, I, you know, he's, he's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He said, I am that I am, that I am in the past, I am in the present, I am in the future. He encompasses outside of time all three things at the same time because he's God. But it says that we are coming to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven. Notice that. A description of those that are saved 
It says we're called the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven. Now, these are going to be the same words that Jesus spoke unto his apostles or disciples uh, when he sent them out in two by two. So it says, Hebrews 12, 23, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to the God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Jesus tells his disciples when they came back rejoicing that they had been casting out devils, notwithstanding in this, Luke ten twenty, notwithstanding in this rejoice not. Not that you're able to cast out devils, but in that the spirits are subject to you. Rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. See, there is a place where our name is written. There is a book or a place where our name is kept. And it is stored, it is stored, it is stored in heaven somewhere. And of course, one day, the books are going to be open in the book of life where names are written and either a person's name will be there or will not be there. But we are come to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. Hebrews twelve twenty five. seeing that you refuse not him that speaketh. Remember the vision that uh, Daniel, uh, that uh, Ezekiel saw. He heard the voice of God speaking, and it was like the voice of massive. It was just a, a tremendous. For if they escape not who refused him that spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him that speaks from heaven. Never, never turn away from our Lord. Never. Because the punishment is worse. It says, whose voice when then shook the heavens, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I will shake not the earth only, but also the heavens. And this is the word yet once more signifies the removing of those things that are shaken, as of the things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. All of this was said this morning just to bring out verse 29, for our God is a consuming fire. And the word there, uh, consuming, means to utterly consume. So he, he is a fire that utterly consumes everything. So in order for our works to stand the test of the fire of God, they have to be produced by the fire of the Holy Spirit in our lives through the fire of the testings of our faith. And then and only then will the fire of our testings and the fire of the Holy Spirit not be consumed by the fire of the Eternal One. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. The Lord richly bless you today. In Jesus' name, amen.